Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live. It is the audio edition of episode number 541. It is completely insane to me that we are still going. 541 episodes even after all of this time. It's really, really kind of cool. What I want to talk to you about today is the importance of showing up no matter what's kind of going on and how that can actually help you when it comes to creating the content that you want to create and things like that. Now, some of the things that were probably rolling around in your head, you know, if we think about creating content, if we think about showing up, it's like, oh my God, you know, I have to do it every single day. How on earth do I come up with all of these things to talk about? Is it easy? Is it hard? Are people even going to watch? Are people even going to listen? If I'm going to spend my time doing all of this, creating all of this, is it actually even worth it? When will I start seeing results? Is it going to happen? You know, I don't want to sound the same as everybody else. What's going to make me stand out? Is this actually going to be any different? Uh, are people going to think that I'm boring? Uh, you know, there's all of these different things that roll around in our heads, right? Uh, and, and then, you know, the secondary to all that, which is generally like related to mindset and confidence and, and that kind of thing. But then the next stuff that tends to come up is more thinking about who it is that you want to reach and who it is that you want to connect to. You know, one of the risks, I guess, of you not being really clear on who it is that you want to work with, who it is that you want to buy from you, you can end up being very generalistic and you can actually end up being very bland, <laughs> for, for want of a better word, uh, or you can really find actually that, you, that your message just doesn't connect. And, and a lot of the things that come in here, like we're, we're talking about niche, right? And, you know, some of the things that people have told me over the years is that they just feel like they're shouting into this black void of, of absolutely nothing. They're just constantly trying to pedal, 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 and, and they're really worried that actually, you know, maybe they're going to be rejected or maybe the people are so busy that they're just not listening or, you know, how do I even talk to them? How do I know that what I'm creating is relevant? So if we look at this first problem being a, a really big mindset issue, right, with, you know, is this going to work? When's it going to turn into a result? Is it really worth it, right? We've got to first and foremost really decide and acknowledge actually, yes, it is really worth it. And yes, there might be a whole bunch of people out there doing some similar things to you, but that doesn't mean that you don't have space to do it as well. You know, one of the things that I think about with this is it, is it makes me think about when I first started this business in 2010. And I, I remember thinking, wow, you know, this coaching space is getting really full. <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen in the five years following that and, you know, being completely like so many people in. But what I really had to make the decision around it was, it was like really around changing my mindset and making sure that I was really happy to, to show up and reminding myself that what I have to share is actually value. I mean, I'd come out of a 12-year career in, in banking and finance. So, you know, I, I had a lot of skills. I had a lot of life skills. I had a lot of business skills I didn't acknowledge at the time. Um, there was a lot of stuff that I knew that I knew was different to a lot of other people who had maybe been entrepreneurial 
all of their whole entire life or had maybe been, you know, 40 or 50 years old when they started their business with a whole ton of credibility and perhaps university degrees and, you know, books and all of this other stuff underneath, you know, under their belt. What I had to remind myself of is that there was actually the way that I can relate to people, the way that I explain things, my own experience can be, you know, the, the exact thing that or the reason why somebody might buy from me. It's interesting, I was talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago and one of the, the comments that they made was that they knew that there was a whole bunch of people in the coaching space business coaching space, marketing coaching, you know, doing basically doing the stuff that I do, helping you pull ideas out of your brain and turn them into money. But she said she'd seen some other people that I'd worked with as clients. She's like, well, why would I, you know, go to them and not go to you? Now, I'm a huge believer in the fact that there is more than enough to go around. I think this is a really big, this is a huge mindset shift for me really early on because it's like, oh man, you know, I'm new to this business. I, I don't have the experience necessarily in this business to compete with somebody who'd already been doing it for two years or three years or five years. I remember in 2015 actually starting to work with a mentor who had been doing this thing, which is, you know, selling their services on online, over the phone, running seminars, basically teaching people how to sell, teaching people how to, you know, leverage their own stuff in his way. He'd already been doing it for 10 years. And I was like, man, I've only been doing this for five years. Why would anybody, you know, buy from me versus, versus him? And, you know, some of his clients didn't end up, did end up buying from me. And it was just because, different paradigms, different relatability. I'm a woman, he was a man, I've got three kids who were little, his yeah, I think two kids that were a bit more grown up. So you know, different different life experience, different paradigm, different everything, really. Growing up, except that not growing up, but through through the business. But I guess like the thing to remember for me is that well, you know, some people are going to resonate more with you than they will with me and vice versa. One of the big things, like I was saying, that really helped me to go, wow, you know what, there, there is actually that the data shows me that there's enough to go around. I'm a huge fan of data. Um, you know, I've kind of got this um, like one foot in, in the world of logic and reason and, you know, statistics and systems and processes and another firmly in this land of you know dreaming creativity manifesting you know grounded spirituality type stuff where I'm like you know what yep we don't need the data we just need to be able to tap into our own our own intuition and into our own zone of genius and that kind of thing so foot in each camp so the data though that really helped me was going okay well you know if I want to make a significant financial impact to my household which I, I did and still do I know that if I can get people spending on average $6,000 a year, all I need to find is 83 people in the world, around the whole entire world, 83, not 830, not 8,300, not 83,000, 83 people for me to make, a, for me to run a half a million dollar a year business, which I think is nothing to turn your nose up at. You know, I know a lot of people would be very, very happy with 
you know, 45, 50 grand a month. You know, so for me, that was like, okay, well, you know, that really shifted my mindset, helped me step into my confidence with just kind of going, okay, well, like I've only really got to appeal to 83 people out of the whole entire world and really connect with them, show them that I'm the right person to help them get what it is that they want. And, you know, the world's my oyster. It would be a big reality change for me. And so that was what I decided to do. I just decided to focus on that. But then the next problem that comes up, you know, once we've kind of got this confidence and we're going out there and it's like, okay, you know, the next thing that I know that I came up against was, well, you know, I want to help entrepreneurs. I really want to help. I really want to help actually women, female entrepreneurs who are probably in a similar position to me, who want to be financially independent. So one of the big things, one of the big reasons actually that I wanted to make sure that I was able to uh, grow this business is I wanted to be able to make my own money. And what that did for me is it made, it helped me to feel safe. It helped me to feel like I had some sense of control. It helped me to feel like I don't have to ask permission for something that I want to buy, for something that I wanted to do, for something that I wanted to learn. Uh, if I decided you know that I wanted to leave my husband that I had the financial independence to be able to do that because for me back in my ancient history uh, that was a, a big factor as to what stopped me or held me back from getting out of a DV relationship was the finances it was a very real thing that I had to contend with and I swore black and blue once I got out of that, that I would never, ever, ever, ever be in that position ever again, come hell or high water. I always wanted to be able to create a sense of financial independence. So that's not necessarily true for a, a lot of my people in terms of the experience that they've had and the reasons why they want to create this financial independence. But for me, it was a big driver, and I know that you know everybody's got different reasons. It could be freedom, choice, flexibility, lifestyle. Um, just being able to, you know, do what you want, when you want, how you want, create the, a legacy for your children, maybe create a legacy for your community, have a really powerful impact on, on charities and causes and things that are really important to you. It's a huge part about, you know, why you want to build and create this business. So, you know, I, I think that the, the easiest way for us to find, let's look at those 83 people. The easiest way for us to find those 83 people is to be really specific. And it's a big fear out there that people, perhaps like yourself, don't want to be really specific when it comes to who you're targeting your marketing to, who it is that you really want to work with. And the fear is because you're worried that you're cutting out half of your market. Perhaps I remember having a conversation with my husband actually, um, Going back years ago, he's like, I don't understand why you don't want to work with men and women. And, well, you know what, I, and I kind of danced around it. I was like, you know what, I do. I'm, I'm happy to work with men and I'm happy to work with women and actually really enjoy working with the guys and, you know, it brings a different dynamic into, into a group and things like that. It's awesome. But for me, what I really drew the line in the sand in at the start of 2019 was that, right, I'm actually going to be targeting women 
who have probably got children who have been in business for a couple of years and now really need to step up their game. You know, you've been coasting along a little bit, you've you've maybe been, or you've had some really great success and then you've sort of sat back a bit or maybe you've got a really awesome offline presence and an offline business, but you're really ready to scale it up to the next level, ready to scale and, and create more online programs, ready to, really ready to differentiate yourself excuse me, in in the marketplace, you know, around your positioning, around maybe writing a book or being known as a thought leader or doing some PR or, you know, the, the reason that people choose to work with me is because they want to create massive impact, right? And I'm sure that's what you want as well. You want to create massive impact. You want to reach millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people, tens of thousands of people around the world and help them to transform their lives in whichever way, shape or form it is that you actually do that, whether it's through styling advice, whether it's through coaching, whether it's through psychology, whether it's through positive parenting, whether it's through trauma counselling, whether it's through social work, whether it's through writing books, whatever it happens to be. The thing that I know to be true about every single client that I work with on a, you know, whether it's a free a free training or, you know, whether it's a high-level paid mastermind type client, they all want impact. They all want to create massive influence. They see that there is a huge problem out there where there are not enough people being helped and served. And so they know that in order to get to those people that they need to go big. And that's what I help them to do. But if you're going to do that, you've really got to narrow down your niche and let go of that fear that you're actually chopping out X number of people out of your market because it's just, you know, the people the people who you want to work with, I suspect are probably people like I want to work with. I want to work with people who are passionate, who are excited, who are badasses or learning to become more badass or more badassy. And, and the big thing that I think with these types of people is that they're courageous. They're driven, they're motivated, they're great at what it is that they do. They just want to do more of it, right? Now, that sounds very different to a niche or a typical niche training that perhaps somebody else might teach you, which is, right, well, your niche needs to be between the ages of X and X. If You know, you need to know the demographics, you need to know where they live, you need to know what the problems are. And yes, all of that is important. I don't disagree. But the people that I want to work with are people that I enjoy spending time with. You know, if, if we're going to spend the next six to 12 months together, growing your brand, growing your presence, setting you up for, you know, online, massive online visibility for creating connection, inspiration, motivation for your audience, then, you know, I'm sorry, not sorry. I actually want to like you. <laughs> you know, I want to, I want to work with people who, what if they're coming into town? Like I live in a tiny country town in middle of nowhere called Mildura, Victoria, country Victoria. Uh, for those of you outside of Australia, it's not near Melbourne. It's not near Sydney. It's like you can imagine if you sort of like poked your finger smack bang, almost like in the middle and then to the right and down a little bit of the Australian map. But, you know, that's about where I am. And I, I guess like the, the people that I want to, hang out with the people that say oh hey we're coming on the, we're coming to Mildura as it travels through blah 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 you know you're around for a coffee and I'll be like fuck yeah let's go do that that's amazing I don't want to have to you know not see someone you know or, or 
things like that. The, the, the terminology that I've used over the last couple of years is that I only want to work with people that I would walk over hot coals for, quite literally, actually. You know, I, I can think of my, like the clients that I've all got in my programs at the moment, I love them all. They're amazing. And I'm like, I totally walk over hot coals for you. Um, you know, so I call them the hot coal clients. So yeah, your demographics are important, but also the psychographics are really important. The emotions that you want to feel, that you want to feel when you're working with them is also really important, right? The, the, the risk that you run, if you don't get really clear on who those people are, is that you start attracting people who you're like, oh my God, this person is driving me fucking insane, right? Uh, the, the other problem is that you're, you're not specific and therefore the people that you're talking to online just don't, frankly, just don't respond, right? You, your marketing doesn't hit the mark. And therefore, the thing that you are most afraid of being that you're spending all of this time and it doesn't generate, generate a result actually comes true. So the more specific you can be around who you're talking to, the easier it becomes to create content, to create marketing, to build up webinars, to have sales conversations, to enjoy the work that you're doing, to really love the people that you're doing it with. And everything just becomes easier for you so that you can create that impact. It also makes it a lot easier to scale, right, when when it comes to you going really big or you creating your ads and you're creating a, a, a bigger, broader, larger audience, the, the better off it's going to be. You know, think think about it like this. If you were um, trying to build out an, a, a band or an orchestra, right, and you're like, okay, I just need people who can play musical instruments who maybe don't have work at the moment, and that's a general kind of thing. Compared to, you know, and the problems that they have is that they're out of work or, you know, COVID's completely took their musical career on its head and whatever, whatever. Whereas if you were to go out there saying, I am looking for a first chair uh, flute, flute, flutist, flautist, flute player. I don't know what the, the um, correct terminology is. There. That's a bit awkward. Uh, first chair violinist. Let's do that. I, I learned to play violin as a kid from um, you know grade four through to yeah, grade ten. So we'll use violinist because I know how to say that word. <laughs> so if I'm looking for a first chair violinist who is uh, confident, who's certain in their playing, who owns their own instrument, who's really frustrated because they're just not getting the, the opportunities that you as a violinist should be able to have in, in, in the market of the world at the moment. It's so specific. I'm not going to get a cellist. I'm not going to have a uh, any other musical instrument, a drummer or a bass guitarist. I'm not going to have any of those people respond. I only have people who play the violin respond. Right. So the thing that we're thinking about here and I guess we're talking about is becoming, you know, really specialist mindset even when it comes to your niching. Even if it's a general conversation you're having online, in your head, the thing that you want to do is think, all right, I'm really looking for this violinist. It's this is what they're like. This is how good they are. This is how long they've been playing for. This is their level of experience, even if they haven't sat in that first chair yet. So. I guess that today what I really wanted you to uh, think about and consider is how do you need to change, tweak, adjust your mindset to going, actually, I'm amazing and I can do this 
and I only need 83 people in the whole entire world to respond. If I want to make half a million dollars, I've just got to get them buying something for, you know, six grand over the course of a year and keep repeating that year in, year out, right? It's easy. And then the other thing is, is that if you've got, um, if you have a lower number of people and let's say that they're spending a little bit less than you, uh, less with you than the six grand, but you know that you could sell them something like a retreat or a month-to-month coaching program or something like that that pushes up their average spend to $12,000, then you actually only need 41 and a half people a year, right? So you might bring them in, like the way that you do this isn't going to necessarily be they come in and they spend six grand right off the bat. It might well be that they come in and they spend $2,000 and then a further four grand over the course of the rest of the year, depending on what it is that they're doing, just to give you a bit of perspective. We're not we're not breaking this down into actual programs and things like that today. But that's what you want to keep in mind. So what do you need to do to adjust your mindset around that? And then who are your hot cold clients from a very <laughs> selfish because you're allowed to be selfish in business. Anybody who tells you that you're not allowed to be, you can just tell them to go fuck themselves because you are actually allowed to be selfish in your business. And, you know, who is it that you really want to bring in? Who is it that you want to talk to? Who is it that you want to work with? Who is it that you would walk over hot coals for? And then what you can do is then you can start getting into this conversation around positioning and branding and marketing and pulling your ideas out of your head and, you know, how you really create that certain energetic stance when you're delivering the things out there to your people. You can really then look at different launch strategies. You can then look at different ways of being able to bring these clients in. But you've got to do these other two things first and then get stuck into all of that. So that's what I recommend that you do is spend some time today or the next couple of days getting really clear on that. If you've got a goal over the next year, over, over this year even, or over the next six months, if you really want to build this, you know, this business that does afford you the freedom and the lifestyle and, and the money to create massive impact and, and create massive influence to heal, help, serve, um, educate as, as many people as humanly possible throughout your, your journey as an entrepreneur. And then, you know, you can go from there. So that's what I suggest that you do today. Now, if you do want some help with this, we have got a very, very fun and fabulous program starting on the 22nd of February called Unpack Your Genius Pathway to Millions. And of course, we'll be going through all of this in, in great detail. Uh, and you'll be building out your marketing plan for the next 12 months. Yes, you'll know exactly what it is that you need to do, what you need to say, how it is that you need to say it. We'll look at making money online. But more importantly, this is all about pulling you're, you know, getting you confident and knowing who your hot, hot clients are. Yeah, definitely we'll be doing that. But also, more importantly, this is about helping you to pull the amazingness that is rolling around in your brain, your knowledge, your genius, uncovering that, pulling it out, getting it into a framework. So getting it on paper, getting into a framework that you can use to support your mission of helping as many people as you can possibly help throughout your time, you know, the next 12 months, next two years, next 10 years, throughout your journey as an entrepreneur. So the link for that will be in the show notes and in the comments for you. For those of you listening, it is join.nicolamorass.com.au forward slash unpack dash your dash 
genius. So that, my friends, is our coffee run for today. I encourage you to get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. But most of all, remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I'll see you tomorrow.